You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. another episode of the buffalo happy hour mike what's going on man derek i quit my job did you really yep so here we are going full send full-time podcast just kidding that's in like 47 years uh did you when you were quitting did you like think about it like what if i just never work again you i just work for the podcast no i immediately had anxiety and i was like <laughs> okay i have to i have to figure this out uh but no i am in between jobs i'm currently on vacation for the next uh, 13 days so crushing where are you going uh so i leave tomorrow this will air while i'm there uh but i'm fleeing the country goodbye <laughs> we're full uh so i'm going on my honeymoon for those that are new to our channel welcome back we're the buffalo happy hour please like comment subscribe this video and enjoy this wild ride uh but i'm going on my honeymoon we are going to greece and then when I come home, I start my new job because you never quit a job unless you have a job lined up. Correct. I was taught that growing up, and I've always implemented that principle. So here we are. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm fired up. And I'm wearing my NFG hat, uh, which stands for No F's Given. And nice. this is it. Every time I wear this hat, things get wild. So... I can tell you already spilled whiskey all over our table earlier. Like if you want to see something wild, <laughs> then go watch the Jefferson's Reserve Wednesday Whiskey Review. And for some odd reason, my hand decided to grow like four times its normal size and just smacked the glass. And yeah, spilled. what were you thinking? Did you just want to grab it to drink it? I'd, yeah, basically, I was just gonna, you know, adjust my hand to then write on the board, and didn't happen. But <laughs> everything's fine. Um, as we started this episode, I have the story going live what i'm going to try to do is take a photo every time we start the wednesday or the the weekly episode oh, yeah? for our story just to kind of give some more content out there for the people i like that do but, people do people really want to know who we are hopefully not <laughs> but if they do god bless we just reached 350 subs bro we did reach 350 subs. now we're down to 349 <laughs> probably <laughs> real-time numbers 
out here for the Buffalo Happy Hour. If you're interested in more numbers, make sure you tune into our 104th episode because we got some stuff coming for you, including analytics, which, uh, if you are like me, is going to get you super excited. I'm actually fired up for that because we haven't looked at those in a long time. Yeah, you haven't. I sleep with them. How much time do you think you spend on analytics? When we first started, it was a lot. Yeah, it, it was. It was a lot. I was messaging you all the time. Dude, you would send me so many snaps yeah. of graphs, and I'm like, Derek at the line. Derek, like, I don't look, care. Look at, look at the peak. <laughs> look at the peak. Like, are we going back to 1983, Marty? Yep. It was wild. I, I don't concern myself with those. I, all I do is really look at the subscriber amount. But, like, our views and minutes watched are trending upward, so there's really yeah. no need to look at those much anymore. I was really looking for dips and, like, what videos do well, what videos don't do well. Right. Uh, now all of our stuff are pretty consistent because we've gotten a loyal audience now. Yeah. So everything's pretty consistent. I still do look at them, like, at least once a week to see what's been trending the past week. Weirdly enough, like, Cooperstown bourbon that we reviewed – Hadazaki and um, what's the other one that's always on there? Devil's River, I think. Small uh, Distiller Select. I think that's on there too. There's like three of them that are always in the top view videos released within the last, or the amount of audience looked at that within the past week. It's that's wild. wild. Yeah. The We've done 102 whiskeys now, basically. Yeah. I mean, we threw a coffee in there couple times, right? Yeah, coffee, liqueur. No, well, there's co- been coffee, wine, too. Coffee. Oh, yeah, there's coffee, coffee. There's different liqueurs. Yeah. There's also um, a wine, rum. a rum. But we've done close to 100 whiskey reviews. Yeah. It's wild, man. I'm all about it. I think it's exciting, especially when people are like, there's not that many bourbon options. Yeah. Like, literally, our spreadsheet proves you wrong. <laughs> we haven't even tapped it yet. No, not at all. So much. The I got I to gotta maintain our trend. I have a weird fact. Of the day. Go for it. There are wolves in British Columbia that swim several miles a day for food. They eat seafood. They did a study on them and found out that there's a different strain in their DNA that is different from other wolves. And they're just like they straight up swim for food. And they're out of British Columbia. Isn't that crazy? I think they're called dolphins. Uh, Except they're not. So (laughs) (laughs) they're not, David. So there are yeah. wolves that live in British Columbia that swim for food. Yes. Also, I know Derek's name. I didn't call him David on accident. I was quoting a TV show. If you don't watch Shit's Creek, catch up, because I don't know what you do with your spare time other than watch us, which, thank you. We appreciate all the support. So it's kind of adorable, actually, that you bring up David. So one of Gina's friends who lives in Indiana, her daughter is, I think, five or six. I'm so sorry if I got that wrong, but I think five or six. And she calls me, as a joke, David, every time she sees me. You have, like, the exact opposite voice level, though. It has nothing to do with Shit's Creek, because she's, like, five, and that show is not meant for a five-year-old. Well, but she calls me David, yeah, and I call her because she has, like, Emily. normal parents. Yeah, I would have grown up watching exactly. it. But the, yeah, it's just kind of funny, because... So she she just mistakenly says your name? No, she does it on purpose. Oh, that's amazing. It's so funny. Yeah, that's even better. And then I call her Emily back, and she gets all mad. She's like, I'm not Emily. And I'm like, I'm not David. And then she's like, okay, David. I'm like, oh my god. (laughs) That's great. I love kids, man. Yeah, they're the best. But yeah, so... uh, Straight up wolves eating seafood for food. Swimming several miles a day. What's your favorite type of seafood? I would say scallops. Really? 
Yeah. I hate scale. Uh, scallops, I don't mind. Oysters, I can't do oysters. Oysters are too much. Too much. I don't know if it's a texture thing. I don't know if it's a smell it's a thing. It's a texture thing. I just can't do it. I just have, can't. Do have it. you ever been super sick and when you swallow, it's like oyster texture? And you're like, I'm out. This is so Done. gross. I know. But that's all that I think about whenever I have oysters. So that's why I never have oysters. Yeah. I can't no, do it. No. Clams are awesome, though. Except when you get... Stuffed clams yeah, are great. But when you get, like, a ton of sand in them, then, well, then you feel like you're eating a turkey sandwich on the beach with well, your parents when you were four years old. Well, what? Clean them. <laughs> <laughs> How are you supposed to clean them? You can't get inside. I mean... You got sand inside, bro. They're clams. I do your best, I guess. Seafood's kind of weird. Like... Animals that live in the sea. It's the most barbaric thing that we do. Are weird. Yeah. Have you ever seen a starfish? Like, how do you breathe, bro? They're just not like regular animals. Octopus flip me out. Like, I just can't. Something, there's just something about them. Yeah, they're just weird. Yeah. Jellyfish are crazy. Um, there's, we talked about it before. We're still like 80% in the dark when it comes to oceans. So we haven't discovered anything. I'm sure the Loch Ness Monster does exist. <laughs> It's kind of terrifying. Do you think the Loch Ness Monster is one? Or do you think that there's a group of animals that are the same that are called Loch Ness Monsters, but people just call it Loch Ness, Mon- Loch Ness Monster? I have no idea. Is that an actual conspiracy theory? Well, I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory, but uh, is there just I, one? I don't. I would assume there's one, but I also have a conspiracy theory for you. What about Bigfoot? Is there just one or are there multiple? Yeah. You would think there's more than one. Right? That's what I'm saying. Like, Loch Ness Monster. Is it just one that everybody's seen or is it like this mythical or mystical creature that there's actually 10 of them and we just assume that there's only one who's yeah i mean i would say that there's more than one because you can never for certain know that there's only one of one species but loch ness monsters doesn't sound as scary as the loch ness monster (laughs) rock and roll well i think a lot of that is because they only have like that one famous viral photo of it in black and white and you see like the multiple oh, yeah, pumps yeah, coming yeah. out of the lake. I don't know. There's a slight change of topics. A duckbill platypus, you know the animal. Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe it's missing an organ, like a stomach. Really? So I googled it to see um, but they lost their stomachs in the evolutionary past and new research suggests they may never evolve the organ back. Glands in this organ secrete enzymes known as pepsins, which break down proteins and strong acids that soften food and help the enzymes work. So, yeah, they lost their stomach in the evolutionary process. I asked Colleen, who's my wife, if you're new, if she would ever go to the Galapagos with me. And she goes, what will we do there? I was like, literally all the things. Right, yeah. But I'm obsessed with it because I love Darwin's theory of mm-hmm. evolution and survival of the fittest. Like, that's, that's a part of me. Right, yeah. And... She was not thrilled or excited about basically any of it. And I'm like, you don't want to snorkel with 180-year-old tortoises? Like, <laughs> what about Komodo dragons? And she's like, those are terrifying. Like, can you live a little, you know? <laughs> like, what? Come on, it's the Galapagos. Like, we yeah. got to go. I have a friend that went. She loved it. I would go. Would you go? Yeah. Is oh, there yeah. any part in the world you would not go? Jenna, no. Um, <laughs> I, I actually would because I like going to places. My big thing when I travel is I like going to places that are very different cultures than ours, which makes sense that I've never left the United States. Um, Ever? No, I've, I've been to Mexico and Canada because we're inaugural Canadians. But 
I want to go to places. Like, nothing about going to London interests me. Well, good. It or, shouldn't. Yeah. They but like weird teeth. They drink tea and they lost. <laughs> so. Exactly. That's why I don't want to go. No, but, like, I would love to go to Japan. I'd like to go to China because those cultures are so different than ours. That's That would be where I would go. I don't think there's any place that I wouldn't go. I want to go to Russia so bad. Hmm. Yeah, I... There's so much beautiful architecture in Russia, dude. Yeah, it's but, so like, old. can you leave? Well, you that's, well, if you're saying, like, in general, if, if we're talking about safety, there's a lot of places I don't want to go. But, like, I know. just if if it was safe for me to go, I would go anywhere. I would go to Cuba. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know if our government allows that, though. Like, they, they straight do, right? up said before, if you're in Cuba and get in legal trouble, we're not coming to help you. Yeah. Well, then don't get in legal trouble, bro. Well, I'm thinking, like, in general, if you're in trouble or in danger. Between, like, cartels, force on force, like, military versus military, like, those kinds of things. Like, the U.S. government's like, sorry, you did it to yourself. Well, why are you going there and getting in trouble with the cartel? What are you doing? Probably existing. Like, you're a white male, and you look the way you do. So Just go tanning before. You'll, you'll be fine. I think it's a little different. <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> Americans are big people. Yeah. In other parts, I mean, outside of the U.S., we're just large people. Um, Canadians have our similar build. Polish people kind of have our similar build. Germans. ah, They're skinny, man. Yeah, but they're big. They're tall people. Yeah, depending on where you are, yeah. broad shoulders. Yeah. That's where I get my shoulders from. Nita Strassen. Goodness. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, you you would, like, literally swim over people in Asia. Oh, yeah. Get out of the way. Like, I have to go buy this food. Yeah. Move, please. Just swim. <laughs> kind of brings us back to the Loch Ness Monster discussion. It's bringing it full circle. <laughs> Would you go to Asia? Uh, I don't... I don't know. Question for you. Here we if go. If we had the ability to go to North Korea and nothing bad would happen if you went, would you go? Yeah, I would walk around. Yeah. I thought about this it before. It would be fascinating to go. No doubt. And just to see how they live. I mean... Which is there's, poorly. There's one American that walked around and nothing happened to him. I should ask him how it was. <laughs> but yeah, I would love to go. I would love to go to South Korea, Taiwan, even though we're not supposed to acknowledge that that's a country. I still will. If I'm gone next week, you'll know why. Um, China, Japan. Like, I would love to go to those because they're just so different. Yeah. I would love to go to um, Dubai, the Middle Eastern countries, because again, it's very different than what how we live. Yeah. France, like those places are like, the sites are different, but it's the same people. It's all Europe. Yeah, right. It's Except just for a Scotland, different currency. But Scotland is just the scotch. That's the only reason why I want to go. And yeah. The, and obviously, I would go to Ireland in a heartbeat. Yeah. So, um, tropical places like French Polynesia would be sweet. I've already been to Australia. Antarctica? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You would go? Oh, yeah. I would go. There's so many animals up there that we don't even know about. Down like, there? Yeah, well, depends on which direction you go. The Earth's round, bro. Uh, <laughs> what's north then? The Ar- North the Pole. Arctic. Yeah, right. The Arctic? I flew over it because you never fly in a straight line. You always go up or down oh, yeah, because the Earth because is the, the, because the Earth isn't flat. Yeah, and the the wind. Yeah, and stuff like that. It was. I still have photos of it. I can show you when we get off. It's nuts, really? dude. Yeah. So like we were thirty-seven to forty thousand feet above ground altitude and i was looking straight down and there was like no clouds and i was looking straight at the ice and then the water like no movement Mm -hmm. and it was barren and it was freezing outside and 
I remember asking the flight attendant, and I'm like, is the plane okay to sustain these temperatures? <laughs> and she's like, isn't it wild? I'm like, this is... And everyone was sleeping, but I couldn't sleep because I was between two different time zones, and, yeah. like, my body was all adjusted to the other one. It was nuts. So I was just, like, taking photos out of the plane. It was nuts, dude. It was really, really wild to see that. But then I was... I didn't know where we were because yeah. I looked down. I'm like, what is going on? And then I look on the... Um, was that when you were going to Australia? No, it was. I was going from Munich, Germany to Newark, New Jersey. Oh, okay. and the plane was. Damn it! You flew all the way up there. Yeah. Wow, it's a it's an arc. Sure was. It was. Yeah, it was like a Tyrod Taylor throw. <laughs> and the, I looked on the the seat in front of me had a TV screen, and then you can either like pick a movie or cycle through like the flight admin data where it would show like a map and then a couple other boring mm-hmm. like slides and then go back to the map. So I was waiting for the map to come back, and then I saw it, and it's literally just like a line that shows your flight and then like the plane and where you are on that line mm-hmm. getting to your destination. So I was looking at it, and then my brain exploded because it realized where we were. I'm like, oh, my God, that's like the North Pole. <laughs> like, what is going on, man? And I'm just like looking around. I went like full hippie. I was super thrown off. And then I grabbed the flight attendant, and she thought something was wrong. And I was like, are we really in the Arctic right now? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, this is the coolest thing in the world. Like, why is everyone asleep? And she's like, because it's like two in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, this is nuts. It was, yeah, it was wild. I mean, the whole thing was really cool. So have you seen the pictures that Greenland is now like the ice is leaving Greenland? It is? Yeah. Like, Is all this like of, global warming or? That's what they're saying it as. But here's my hypothesis on this. That the earth is just doing what the earth is doing? Correct. Because... If you are somebody that is discovering and naming these continents or these countries, why would you call it Greenland if it was covered in ice? And why would you call it Iceland if it was a co- if it was covered green? I don't know. Like it doesn't make sense to do that. So my thought is that this is just an evolution of the earth and like it was green at one time and then it froze over and now it's going back to green and it's just this cycle. Because it doesn't make sense for you to land in Greenland and be like there's so much ice here. You know what? We have two names, Iceland and Greenland. Let's go Greenland on this one. How radical of you, Derek. I know. You're such a Republican. It's very insensitive of me. Oh, my God. All right. Let's not throw my political beliefs out there. I'm not. But that's, <laughs> I'm sure what somebody would think. Like, oh, climate change is real. It's yeah. like, didn't ask that question and watch their brains melt. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, because it's logical with common right. sense. I mean, is it that logical? Because there's somebody that probably studied, and they're like, no, idiot. It's named after Brian Green, who flew there from Ireland and found it. And he's like, this is Greenland now. Well, Maybe. why don't we just drive into the woods somewhere and just call it <laughs> Happy Hour Land or something? That'd be kind of cool. You want to do that one day? No, because we'd probably get sued for some trademark, and then yeah, people would think, would like, what us. is going on? Like, Happy Hour Land is, like, real it, weird. We can call it Never- Neverland. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Neverland. Never have your kid again. So, <laughs> anyways, it's fine. The All right, moving on. We should talk about what we're doing differently moving forward with the podcast. So, starting next week, we're shutting everything down. Yeah. We're no longer existing. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, okay, so on that topic, though, have you ever actually thought about, like, what if we stopped? Yeah, who, what people, would people actually miss us? Oh, no doubt. I, it would probably be like a three-month conversation of like, are you guys seriously done? Like, I, But that honestly, would be like, we Sean. Would be, we'd be so bored. Well, yeah, but like, I'm talking about like the community. Like, do you think the community knows who we are yet? And if we stopped, they would, they would be like, did you hear that Buffalo Happy Hour stopped? Maybe the people we already worked with. Yeah. 
But that's about it. I would feel bad stopping. Like, I did a disservice to all these businesses. Like, sure, we've been not charging any of them, but I would feel bad if we just stopped and they're like, really? Like, you recorded us and now you're like, not doing this anymore? Like, that's weird. I would feel bad. Do you think we reached a point where we've, like, we literally can't stop? Yeah. There is no out? 100%. I think we did that when we hit, like, our one year. Because I feel like from, I've seen, I think I've said this a couple times. I try to be like a 30,000 foot view on the local podcast community. And there has been so many podcasts that tried to start up, especially during the pandemic and stopped because they weren't seeing the growth that they wanted or assumed that they would get, which I don't know why you would assume that you would get thousands of listens. If you're a nobody talking about things that nobody cares about, like we do that and we're still doing it. We do not have anywhere close to thousands on each episode. Correct. 950 on each episode. Let's clarify. Um, we have but, like 35 <laughs> and we're excited about it. <laughs> but I've seen so many podcasts start and stop. So I think once we hit that year, that was our internal milestone and also the communities to be like, they're not going to stop now at like 12 months. It doesn't, or at 15 months. That doesn't make any sense. So now I feel like we just have to until there's something that legitimately forces us to stop. Like if one of us got Guys. a job opportunity or so, okay whoa got a job <laughs> opportunity like outside of the state or something then that would be like okay what are they gonna do now i honestly think we wouldn't take it right yeah like oh i can't i can't take this i got this podcasting going yeah like it could that's be stupid of us honestly but like not at the same time i mean dude i could have left yeah nope here because, i am because of the podcast you're like i can't i can't stop the podcast well, i can't leave you i mean I, you know it's it's Aww. Yeah, I can't. I can't leave you with you know all this work, right? You know. Yeah. Then I got to sign your name off all the legal documents, sign somebody else on, and it's just a lot of work. I don't feel like doing that. And I feel like you would get sick if any other co-host. Oh, you know? absolutely. I mean, after this, I got to go home and edit. So, I mean, who would do all that? You do all the work. Yeah, that's absolutely. What I'm saying. You know, who's uh, going to schedule the next interview, dude? <laughs> Actually, I have a couple on the docket to have us interview that are more subject matter experts, and I'm really excited. Once are they in the confirmed. calendar? Because if they're not, then I'm they're, literally going to have a stroke. They're not confirmed yet. Uh, they said that they want to be on, but they don't know when. So it's going to be in October. So our OG listeners, um, if you're new here, this is a treat. But for the OGs, this is literally how we operate. Like, mm-hmm. it's a back-and-forth conversation. Are they in the calendar? I'm going to have a stroke. And then Derek comes back with, well, they're not confirmed yet. And then I immediately calm down and come back to Earth <laughs> off of Pluto. And, yeah, it's just a wild... Yeah. We are so unconventional, and I like it though. Ninety-six percent of our business is a text message, which mm-hmm. I'm sure is hacked by three different parties. But yeah, NSA, whoever. But it's fine. but yeah. So kind of going back to your original point, we are trying to be to produce content that is more engaging for you guys. For me personally, I love sitting down and I love watching Joe Rogan's three-hour interviews because I'm genuinely interested in the subject matter experts that he's interviewing. The problem with you and I in our podcast is that we're not always interviewing subject matter experts. For subject matter experts, I want it to be, we want it to be a sit-down interview where we dive into the real questions of their business to shed some light on either misconceptions about their business, how people can be better about certain aspects of their business, preventative measures, all that stuff. Like We want to have an educational podcast when it comes to subject matter experts. When it comes to other businesses that we're interviewing, like restaurants, bars, um, distilleries, breweries, like all that stuff. There's only so much content that we can fit into one hour with those types of businesses because we're not going to sit down at a restaurant and ask them 
what makes their Wagyu beef different from the other person's Angus beef. Like, that's just not interesting topics. So what we want to do, instead of doing a disservice to the restaurant and not only interviewing this person for an hour and this person for 15 minutes, we want to be able to capture the environment of the restaurant and have that tell the story with a little talking from the owner. So have them tell their story, but with footage that is more engaging for you guys and lets you know what business we're interviewing. So that being said, we started this effort with First Line Brewing. First Line Brewing have been our friends for a while, and we have taken this new approach first with them because, one, we have no idea what we're doing. You and I don't know a damn thing what we're doing. Not at all. I think the only thing that we know what to do is plugging in the microphones. Correct. Other than that, no idea. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We actually do, and we do a ton of research. We joke. We're very self-deprecating, and we tell all these business owners, too, because they're like, why are you guys here? <laughs> I'm like, especially if they're new and they've never met us before, and we're yeah. destroying each other. But that's, I don't know. By the end of it, they're like, you guys actually have, like, the, the, the first comment total stranger damn you guys got a lot of equipment yeah. and we're already sweating and i'm like you're telling me man like i don't even know what's going on like this is ridiculous you can hear us coming from four miles away with our little rollers like it's going so down the street so but, loud so we do know what we're doing but us sitting here and saying we're the best that's not entertaining for you guys so we like to be self-advocating but anyway so we started this new process where we bought a gimbal we bought a, a dji Ronin SC, which is a gimbal that we can attach the cameras to. With that, what we wanted to do is film more cinematic shots and capture the business better than what pitchers would do. Yes. We can then take that footage and either do a promotional video for that business. We can either take that footage and roll it over as B-roll when we're discussing it with the owner. We can do a ton of different things with this new gimbal process that we had no idea we could even do before. And this started coming in. We should actually talk about this, too, because we've talked about it a few times. But Beep. 25 minutes. Sorry, Sean. Um, oh, he's going to be so annoyed. Yeah, he's going to be pissed. Come on, Derek. So we were approached. We're talking about this right now because I want to. We were approached about a year ago by a production company. We're talking about it. Oh, come on. Yeah, we're talking about it because it... it it's still a potential, but they basically said they don't have the budget for it. Okay. I'm going to summarize it because Derek is going to get way too excited and go off on a rant. Yeah, I'm not excited about it anymore. We're good. Derek's when it, when it was an opportunity, there. when it was a real opportunity, I was stoked. Dude, you couldn't sleep. Okay. We were approached by a production company that works for major TV news networks. A year ago, a year into us doing this podcast, we've never done any cinematic shoots before ever. A casting agent liked Derek and I's personality. He wanted us to basically do what we were doing for the podcast on a national scale. Breaking news, we went through an interview process. It was like four stages. Um, made it to the finals. It was a Zoom call. We were super prepared. Professional setup. By far, my opinion, one of our best foot forwards that we could have come up with with what we had i mean we just absolutely crushed it felt great about it even the person that was interviewing us felt amazing about it we had her rolling she was laughing so hard then COVID hit correct 
So with that, budgets disappeared, projects disappeared, meetings increased, they were remote, the state was all over the place, other states became all over the place, Cuomo placed restrictions from other states. So the travel aspect of the show, which the whole point of the show was for us to basically do the Kentucky Bourbon Trail and then west and travel the country, sit down with head distillers, sit down with distillery owners, talk about bourbon and America's spirit, drive up the interest and bring light to what is going on yes it should sound familiar because it's literally what we were doing for an entire year um they already marketed the like all those distilling shows you see on the major news networks um or tv networks rather they wanted to incorporate the back end of that process on the commercial scale and they wanted derek and i to be the tv show hosts for that obviously derek and i were 100 percent in I feel like that would be the only logical thing that would make us move out of New York State. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there were a lot of perks, pay, you know, benefits, things like that. It was just insane. COVID hit. Didn't get it. We followed up a few times via email, going back and forth with them. It's not that we didn't get it. It's just it wasn't in the budget. So they're not running this TV show without us. Correct. I just wanted to. It's still potentially on the table once the budgets come back. Which we'll see. Yeah. But that's where we're at. In the meantime, obviously, we're going to act like it's not a thing. Um, we're going to act like it's you know really not impacting anything that we're doing because in the grand scheme of things, it's not. So our focus is back to what it was throughout the first year. Now the second year, grind as hard as possible. Do this with every local business that we can, no matter what genre or business market that they're in, um, or business field, rather, and just have fun. So, but to that point, kind of why I brought that up is because we had in our mind TV show, and it drove what we're doing now. Correct. Yeah. So what we wanted to do now is instead of having these sit down interviews, we wanted to market our podcast to small businesses as like a makeshift TV show, where we would up our production quality to be more of what you would see on TV rather than just us sitting down as a podcast. So you're going to see it on YouTube. Correct. So if you don't watch our stuff on YouTube, if Here's obviously I've been in sales since I was 15. Quick synapses for everybody. There's two points. The editing factor that goes into the behind the scenes things that we add to our weekly episodes are worth watching on YouTube. Secondly, our business interviews are very interactive now more so than ever. They're very aesthetically pleasing. They're pleasing to the eye. They're fun to watch. There's music. There's a lot of things that we're doing for the special business interviews on Friday that you're not going to get on Spotify, Apple mm-hmm. Podcasts, Google Podcasts, things like that. Our YouTube channel is now our focus, and we're trying to generate better content so that you can watch it on your TV and enjoy the overall experience of that business, venue, etc. from the comfort of your couch eating popcorn like I do when I watch YouTube videos. And my wife gets mad, and then I say, deal with it. <laughs> so... You know, why do we pay for Spectrum when you just sit here on my YouTube? <laughs> so this, you know, um, that's where we're at. Yeah. It, it's really fun. We've done this for a few so far. It's opened us up a lot of opportunities already. Yeah. And we just started this. Um, it takes time, though. It takes like, a lot of time. People have to realize that. So if you're if you're a business that's aspiring to be on our show, please reach out, first of all. Second of all. If you aspire to be on our show, Derek and I are already flattered. Yeah, God so, bless you. Yeah, God bless. <laughs> um, but just budget for it because I'm not going to say it time. adds. Time, budget time. Yeah, I'm not saying it adds like an hour. Um, 
but it definitely adds, you know, half hour, 30, 45 minutes. 30, yeah, 30, yeah. 45 minutes for sure. So be cognizant of that moving forward just because we don't want to do you a disservice. So we're willing to spend the time there. We'll budget accordingly on our end. But from a scheduling standpoint, it's not going to be like a quick hour. I mean, guys, it takes. 20, 30 minutes for us to set up all of our equipment to get the shots mm-hmm. just for the sit-down interview. Now we're incorporating the cinematic aspect of it. It's insane. Yeah. Like, it's it's an hour and a half, two hours for setup and breakdown yeah. alone, not even the actual content that we're producing for you. And it's wild, too, because I, going into this, I was doing research, and obviously I go, when I start looking at things, you and I do a ton of research on it. It's yeah. disgusting how much we actually learn. But you have to record 45 minutes to an hour to get like five minutes worth of footage. Yeah, it's it disgusting. is. Uh, it is very depressing. Yeah. So there's a lot that goes into it. But from my standpoint, from your standpoint, from people that have already shown this to the little preview that we did on our Instagram, it has been so well received that this is the direction that we're going to go going forward. And it is going to elevate our podcast and not change it, which is important. And I got a, I got a text. They're like, so I saw your trailer. What's the upgrade? Like, what are you doing differently? I'm like, you just watched it, dude. Like, what? <laughs> are we on Earth? Like, I'm like, that is, that is the upgrade. Like, we're doing cinematic, like, normal, really cool footage things yeah. from before. Oh, that's cool. Like, what? You wasted data for that? Like, yeah. what is wrong? Like, what? Two it's, plus two equals five, yeah. apparently. We're also doing tours with them, too, if they have an appropriate business. So, like, if we're sitting down with somebody that doesn't have a space for us to tour, we obviously can't do a tour or the cinematic shots. So, it really all depends on the business model. But that kind of goes back to our original point. We want to go to businesses that are that have a space that have something for us to showcase, that have something for us that we can film for a TV show. And long-term thinking, so in like three months when we're going to be even more exhausted than we already are, this is going to open up the... Trying to phrase this correctly. This is the bridge from where we are to more of the business end Mm -hmm. where it will allow the capacity to welcome somebody in to help Mm -hmm. because it's a lot of work, but you also want to be involved. I also want to be involved and somebody has to do the camera work. Mm -hmm. So there's that. So in a couple months when you and I flip back and forth and then we're just like, okay, like this one warrants both of us at the same time. How do we make that work? It would be beneficial to have a third. Mm -hmm. So we're going to figure that out. But yeah, I mean, we're we're already a business. We're legally a business with the state of New York, if you don't know, which is, you know, cool for us. But that'll pick up the – it'll go from, you know, content producers or influencers to, like, business professionals that run a tight ship and really help out the local scene more so than before because now we have another set of hands and another brain to kind of incorporate, hey, this would be a really cool shot if we did this, and then we can just roll with it and see if it works. Because you and I aren't that creative. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, bourbon does so much, but it doesn't generate creative juices. There's some times that I'll film something like cinematic and I'll get home to the editing room and I'll start editing and I'm like, this makes no sense. <laughs> Why did I film this? <laughs> but that, I mean, honestly, that's a part of it. Yeah. It's just trying to find the idea to yeah. shoot it and see what it looks like. But, but yeah, so that's the direction that we're going, going forward. Again, if you're not subscribed, 
we can't emphasize this enough. That is going to be our gauge of improvement going forward is YouTube views, YouTube minutes watched. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the podcast platforms will still have the podcast portion of the interview on there, but it won't have the items leading up to it. So when we were talking about this, we didn't want to basically take up this last one that we did yesterday, 30 minutes of your time talking about a tour because that doesn't make sense for people listening on Spotify. So we're going to start it at the interview. You're still going to get the full interview, but if you want the before cinematic, the tour, you'll have to go to YouTube to watch it. There it is. So yeah, please subscribe. That's what we're going to be using going forward as analytics for us to see if we're doing a good job or not. And hopefully you're along for the ride because you and I are stoked about this idea. It's going to be really cool because there's going to be a lot of a lot of opportunity to generate really cool content, other collabs to generate cool content. It's just going to be nuts. That air conditioner feels unbelievable right now. Like, you probably have never seen the movie because Chris Farley's in it, and for some reason you don't like, I like watching. Chris Farley. Oh, since when? I've always liked Chris what Farley. What about Adam Sandler? I like Adam Sandler. This air conditioning unit feels like Veronica Vaughn. <laughs> right now and i don't want it to stop leave it on me for a minute <laughs> good because i got frostbite <laughs> like no dude you cranked that thing towards you oh why did we put so much insulation in this room i'm hoping that generates for winter I- i'm hoping that we see the fruits of our labor in wintertime when it's so hot in here <sighs> that we can wear short sleeve shirts yeah well good thing global warming exists because we're totally backwards on greenland this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so hopefully you guys are on board for the ride, and we're excited to bring you all the new stuff. Yes, cinematics, so, bro. What? How much? How deep are we in? Because I have another topic that I wanted to dive into with you. Thirty-six minutes. Okay, new Bill Stadium. Found some things out. I need some Jefferson. I'm low. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm surprised it didn't stick. I found out. Shut up, Derek. <laughs> Shut up, Derek. The top, <laughs> the top tier decks. Like the 300 level all around the stadium, they the county ran a study on it, and they found out that it is going to survive about another five years. Then it has to be completely renovated. That alone is 500 million dollars to renovate the 300 section because they're like structurally not okay. Really. That does not include the electrical that has to be done in the entire stadium Mm -hmm. because it's original. The plumbing in the entire stadium because it's not original. All of the sections that are too small need to be retrofitted to fit. There's also ADA things that, which is the Mm -hmm. American Disability Act, that aren't in play anymore. So we got an additional few years out of our stadium, which legally is like... Right. And the NFL is on the state to say, hey, kind of got to, you got to meet some standards mm-hmm. to like be in the show. And the state and the county are like, all right, this is, this is it. So now the Pagulas are trying to figure it out. The latest negotiation tactic, and I'll, I phrase that the way I phrased it because it's what it is. If they don't, update the lease or whatever with the state then the bills are going to move that was the report from ESPN today um, 
Like if they can't agree or something like that. I thought they already agreed. They did. And we know that because we live in the state of New York. People outside of the state of New York don't know that. So there's a lot of back and forth. And again, it's all negotiations. But I'm going to try to find it where um, they're, they're doing everything they can to keep Buffalo in Buffalo. But... Um, yeah, the Bills won't renew the current or the the lease in general without a new stadium deal. Mm-hmm. So right now, it is one point one point four billion for the new stadium, and they're trying to figure out how they're going to do it. You heard the stadium seating uproar. Mm-hmm. We're right now at like seventy two thousand. They want to drop it now to sixty thousand and add more suites. What that means is they want to make it a more corporate outing instead of, you know. Getting hammered. Getting hammered and having fun. So they're trying to make it a corporate outing. More businesses will buy the suites. It's an up-to-do, you know, nose-up event. And then everybody that's in the elements, quote-unquote, is further protected because it's very similar to the current 200 row and Mm -hmm. 200 section of the – rather, of this current stadium. You got the giant heaters above you, and then you got a deck above you. They're trying to protect you as much as possible. My only concern, Bills fans will be Bills fans, Mm -hmm. regardless. I want them to be cognizant of noise and what it means to play in Buffalo. So if they design it correctly, design it so the noise goes to the field, Mm -hmm. because then you don't lose the Bills Mafia incentive, really. There's got to be and, regulations and the home field advantage. Though. I don't know because Kansas City Stadium is straight up like stadium seating all the way to the top, and it's super steep. Yeah, um, the Seahawks are. It's kind of the same way. So there's that, but don't lose that. Right. And then secondly, people need to know which isn't going to sit well in Buffalo because we're very old school and blue collar and hate change. Like as liberal as the city sometimes votes. We're a very conservative city Mm -hmm. with a lot of different things. Like if a gym stakeout closes and a new business shows up, people still call it gym stakeout and get mad. So ticket prices are going to increase Mm -hmm. because now there's only 60,000 seats. So less seats, higher pricing, better profits. It's a business. Like Mm -hmm. the NFL is going to protect the NFL first, and people need to know that. And be cognizant, the last two stadiums in California – we're 68 and 62,000 seats, or 68 and 65,000 seats total. So us being at 60 for a small market team, we're like the 31st largest team out of like 30, what is it, the 32 teams. Yeah. We're like bottom of the barrel. It's normal. Like that's, that's where the NFL is going. Yeah. Smaller stadiums, smaller seatings, higher ticket prices, higher profit margins, and then concessions. So Why do you think it's going that way, though, like from a business standpoint? Because the businesses are always going to pay for the suites. They don't care. They got the money for it, and the NFL knows that. I mean, do you really think M&T Bank is not going to buy a suite? Oh, yeah, right. Of course they will yeah. because it's, it's literally in their marketing budget. It doesn't affect their employee salaries. They got it. Right. You know, if <clears throat> businesses got money, man. Yeah. You know, so – so are they trying to basically weather the storm if the team tanks and the businesses still buy the – because from Buffalo, when was the last time we didn't have a sold-out game? It's been years. So they must be banking on years, the but ebbs I, and I flows. Do remember it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because Russell Salvatore used to buy all the remaining tickets so we could watch the game on TV. So it wasn't a blackout, yeah. yeah. So is that what they're trying to do is limit the capacity that way – 
there's more sold out games. I don't know if it's that or if it's because of what they're trying to do for the image of the NFL is being more corporate. Yeah. The other thing that I'm, which I'm kind of upset about, I was listening to, I think it was the VP of PSE, um, Pagula Sports mm-hmm. Entertainment. He was on 550, and I was listening to 550, driving to my first appointment today for work on my last day of work. And as soon as I parked and the customer waved at me so, like, he knew I was there and I had to, like, go out and work, they just started talking about the location of the stadium and the debate between the city and Orchard Park. And I was so upset that I missed that. Obviously, Radio.com app, no free shout-outs. I can go back, you know, Radio Rewind and listen to it. However, I missed it live and I was upset. I'm convinced they're doing across the street from the current stadium due to traffic. That's what they're... It has yeah. to be. It has to be. Are they going to take down O'Neill's then? I don't know. If, is it going on that side? They should. Yeah, that's that's where... I just saw a tweet before we went live. Sal Capaccio tweeted about it. No free shout-out, bro. Be on our podcast if you want. Um, right across the street there, it was a circle right back behind there where those parking lots are. Yeah, that's like the hammer lot, isn't it? Yeah. So I think that... So our new stadium is going to butt up to ECC Stadium? Correct. West Her Stadium? Yeah. Which they should probably take down that whole school. Um, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> fun fact. Fun fact number two of weekly episode. Do you remember what ECC South was originally designed for? No. Did you ever hear this? No. It was a jail. Oh, was it? Oh, I do remember that, actually. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was, it. it was supposed to be a jail, and then they pushed it, and now it's a school. Good. And then they, I believe they built like that be a weird spot for a jail. Well, back in the day, it was nothing was out there, man. When I was, I entered Hamburg in '94. You know how different Hamburg is. Yeah, but when today the Bills Stadium constructed. Oh well, we left the rock pile. The stadium or the franchise was '57 into the league. I think we left the rock pile uh, with OJ. Because OJ built the new stadium because they had so many fans. Hold on, I'll look. OJ built the new stadium? Yeah, basically. Yeah, because he was, it was OJ, man. Everybody loved OJ. And there was such demand, the rock pile couldn't fit it. Oh, but he so, didn't build it himself. Like, he didn't correct. fund it. Yeah, well, correct. But yeah. because right, of him and the team. Me. I'm like, how? Let's, I don't care about the murder charges anymore. Let's bring him back. Let's have him build the new stadium. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just out there with a friggin' hammer. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay, so it's Highmark Stadium. Just such a bad name for it. Built when? I wish a, a company would have bought it. 73. I wish a company would have bought it and said it's the Ralph by Highmark Stadium. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, hey, this is it. Dude, that's the other thing I love about Buffalo, man. No one calls it Highmark. No. I get confused when people call it Highmark. I'm like, what? Dude, people just like where the Bills play. Bill Stadium. The Ralph. Like, no no one calls it that. The only reason the HSBC Arena, which isn't the HSBC Arena, is called the HSBC Arena is because people can't call it the odd anymore because they straight up blew it to the ground. Right. So, I... How long ago was HSBC? That was like four sponsors ago. (laughs) Yeah, I believe so. (laughs) But it'll always be HSBC. That's what I'm saying. It'll be KeyBank. Get what, out of here. what was it? Bef- it was, um, you know, first Meridian was after. Yeah, first Meridian. What was and before it was, HSBC? Uh, um, I don't know. OG listeners are upset because they're like screaming at the TV right now. It's fine. I don't really remember, dude. I went through this stage, kind of switching topics, where I like singed the hair off of my arm a couple times, like with the grill. What? It was weird. Yeah, I know. I don't know if my arm hair is like getting longer or what, but I was like taking something off the grill. <laughs> 
Are you Bigfoot? I was, I was, yeah. I was taking something off the grill, and I'm like, what's that smell? And I looked down at my arm, and, like, all the hair is singed off. Like, this is disgusting. What were you cooking? <laughs> I don't know, like, burgers or something. Really? Yeah. Boom. It was weird. I did it on my uh, stove, too, because we just got a gas stove upgraded from electric because I can't stand electric. Yeah, it's the, I did the same thing. I took a pan off, and I, like, burned my hair. Be cognizant of your limbs, dude. Like, what are you doing? Oh, dude, I'm indestructible. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, okay. Perfect. But yeah, so 60,000, it's not going to kill you. You're fine. 60,000 capacity, it's not that much of a difference. You're not even going to notice. And if 12,000 people. And if they design it right, everything will be fine. Well, I turned off. Are you mad that it's going to 60,000? Yes, dude. Oh, I, don't, I don't think that it matters. <clears throat> I do. I Sweets are cool. It's Buffalo. Right. Like, we're not the Cowboys, man. We're the goddamn Buffalo Bills. We play in snow, we yell, we get drunk, and we take our shirts off, and it's 14 degrees outside. It's Buffalo. When Stop the corp. Buffalo is not corporate. As much as, like, rubbing elbows and business owners and social clubs want to be, we're not that. No. Like, we're union- we're old school, we're blue collar, we drink Labatt's, like, we eat wings, we don't care about health, really. Like, dude, we we have pub food, we drink beer, we play darts, we fight, we're prideful of where we come from, we love this country, and we're hard-nosed people, but then at the end of the day, we pick you up after we kick your ass and say, hey man, I'll see you tomorrow for another beer. Like... Super kind people will wave to each other, will awkwardly yell go bills at random points of the day, but we work our ass off for what we have. But like, even you said so yourself. It's not an indication of Buffalo. It's just where the league's going. And that's what I hate. Like, that's where I get mad. Like, the league is going in that direction. I'm not okay with it, though. Like, I want 75,000 seats from 72, 73,000 that we currently have. I want everything outdoors. I don't want a retractable roof or a dome. Like... Just, uh, if it's got to be new for ADA and structural soundness, I get it. Like, plumbing, electrical, all that. The infrastructure of the actual stadium so the Bills can stay here for the next 30 years, down. Get it. But don't don't mess with us, man. Like, it's it's Buffalo. I don't see how the stadium, le- uh, how the Bills leave. It's go- They're not it going to. never happen. They're not going to. Yeah. The county and the state already came forward. Like, as soon like, as we hey, basically. Not- the Bills aren't going anywhere. Yeah, as soon as Relax. we disown John Bon Jovi. We knew that it would never go anywhere. Correct. Yeah, that's not... If you play that at a bar, you'll get yelled at. A thousand percent. You'll get hit in the face. Correct. And we won't pick you up after that. No. Nerd. Not after that. <laughs> not after that. I mean, it's just... <sighs> Seeing all fired up. I, dude, I just... I love the city, and I don't like the... I don't know. Again, I'm, I'm a Buffalonian through and through, so change bothers me, and we're all conservative, and we just, you know, unless it's like a brewery in the old First War, then it's like, hell yeah, revitalize, cut the grass, like, that looks good, let's drink beer, you know, but don't, yeah. don't mess with the inner workings of the city. There's too much pride. Oh, yeah. There's way too much pride. And how is this going to impact Louis? Is Louis going to have to move? Probably. What about the Tim Hortons? I opened that Tim Hortons, you know. That'll stay. It's right across the street from the stadium. That'll stay. It's got to. It's got to stay. I want to, like, film it when they're knocking down the old stadium. We got to get a brick. Oh, yeah. We got to get a brick somehow. I mean, that'll be... If they if they demo that thing to the ground... We should have got turf. There's a jail underneath the jail. 
Jail underneath the jail? Sorry, stadium. What is that going to do? Are they going to move it? There's a jail under there? Yeah, dude. For what? What do you mean? If you get in a fight, if you streak, there's a oh, jail there's, under the stadium. There's cells under there, not a jail. A, is there a difference between cells and a jail? Yeah, jail is like a state-sanctioned area. This is just oh, a I, place I call to that, hold you. I call that prison, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Where you throw bones, you know? Yeah, it's it's jail. So to there's me. a cell to if hold I'm you handcuffed, until. If I'm handcuffed at the stadium and I get walked downstairs by a sheriff and they put me in a cell, I'm in jail. So if you're at the Erie County Holding Center, is that jail? Yeah. No, it's a holding center. Well, that's jail to me. What if you go to Cheektowaga and they put you in a cell? That's jail to me. <laughs> Did you go to school for criminal justice? Yeah, for police science. Jail. Yeah, dude, it's all jail. That's why when I get pulled over, I do what they say, and I just don't play any games. Like, I'm not a dick. That's controversial. Well, sorry. I I don't know, you know? But, yeah, it's all jail to me. And then when you get, like, sentenced and you get sent somewhere, that's prison. I like how you said that like such a G. Like, that's prison, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's I prison. was there since 68. <laughs> <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> I lost God September 14th, 1972. Like, I don't know what that means, but I know my dad was in jail from 70 to 75. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quoting somebody, obviously, but. It's not your actual dad. Correct. Maybe it yeah. is. You my dad know. has never, yeah, my dad's never been to prison. At least that I know of. Yeah, otherwise, I got to bring this over to his house and we got to have a full set down conversation. Like, Dad, what's going on? Oh, yeah. But yeah. But that's it. It's been like 50 something minutes. <clears throat> All right, guys. Let's just call it there. Look, thanks for enjoying this wild ride. I'll see you after my honeymoon. I got my giant NFG hat. And uh, I'll start the new job mid month. We'll hopefully, go from there. hopefully you get more vacation days with this new job so we can actually do fun stuff. Yeah, maybe I can just tell him hey, I'm not working today. True. I'll see. I'll see. I don't know. I mean, you and I are both workaholics. And then you can so. come to stay with me with Justin. I mean, that's going to happen anyways. One day. <laughs> We're going to make that work. But yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming along. We appreciate it. Buffalo Happy Hour 12 on Instagram. We're still in an argument with the first 11 accounts. Don't ask questions. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo Happy Hour on Facebook. Buffalo Happy Hour on YouTube. Buffalo Happy Hour on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and anywhere else. Spotify. Anywhere else you get your podcast. We appreciate any and all support. If you're new here, welcome. Buckle up. Pack a lunch. Grab a drink. And uh, this is it. We're going along for the ride. We're almost at exactly two years. This is episode 102. Derek is going to take us out with our caption. And then also we are one day closer to our single bear release. We are fired up for it. Derek, take us out, and I will see you in, like, two weeks to sit down, get tipsy again, and uh, eat a sub and go from there. I love that. I love that you had a sub that one night. Everybody, thank you very much for everything. Please take care, drink responsibly, be a good person, and Michael. Do not litter, my friends. We're out for two weeks.
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.